You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Good morning. It is, oh, February 7th today. It's a Monday and the time is 6.53 as I record this. And after, well, a forecast yesterday of a potential five centimetres, there's just a couple centimetres that have been brushed off the snow ruler, the storm board, the snow skate. There was some snow at around 4 a.m. this morning, but just a couple of flurries there. No major accumulations. And that's what we're kind of looking for today, some flurries. But we have some high winds in the Alpine today and... Uh, well, still, I'd say some warmer temperatures, a higher freezing level, not quite like yesterday. Oh boy, and not quite like what we're going to have at the end of the week. Oh boy, is right. Thursday, we're going to see, well, Thursday had initial. Uh, temperatures to be forecast, uh, a freezing level of around 3,300, but that's what we're going to see potentially on Saturday. Yeah, remember just how warm it was uh, a couple weeks back? Yeah, we're going to see a return to that come Saturday, but just some flurries expected for, uh, through this morning and again tomorrow night, no major accumulations and then a change in the weather and some warmer temperatures, even a higher freezing level come Thursday and Friday and clearer skies. Mm, but the winds today are rocking above 70 k's an hour at the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb where the temperature is about minus six. So cooler than yesterday. But around Pig Alley right now, just minus one degree. Uh, well, minus 1.1 around Catskin or a little further down at 1500 meters. It is just minus half a degree, half a degree below freezing, but warm in the village already. Just 2.7. Wow. Warm today. Yesterday, we had all of our lifts operating on uh, Whistler and Blackcomb, apart from Friends' chair that still hasn't been running since December 18th. And there was some, uh, well, cool grooming yesterday. Lower McConkey's actually got groomed. So <laughs> those bumps uh, got got a lick. And so there would have been some smooth sailing yesterday for people. But today, you've got 41 room, one runs groomed on Whistler, where the base of snow is uh, 2.42 meters. On Blackcomb, you've got 56 runs, where the base is 175 at the Catskin and Weatherpot, but Trapline, along with Hughes Heaven, are runs of the day. In fact, I think uh, Mike Tolden, didn't you say, Lower Panorama was groomed yesterday on Blackcomb, but Upper Dave Murray to Tokum are runs of the day uh, on, uh, on Whistler, along with Green Acres. Ooh, go shred it. But today we've got, like I said, high winds in the Alpine and this weak trough that's going to stick around until really Wednesday morning could bring us some even more high winds. In fact, that's what uh, Wayne Flan is saying in his blog as well. Just guesstimates of a couple centimeters over the next few days. But uh, yeah, a freezing level hovering at around 1,000 meters and then dries out Wednesday with some overcast skies. And then, yeah, much higher freezing level to come our way Thursday, Friday, but really Sunday. Saturday at this point. So for today, variable visibility and uh, variable conditions on the hill. I couldn't ski yesterday. I, uh, I stubbed my pinky toe so badly uh, on my bathroom door uh, late at night on Saturday. And I'm curious to know if I've broken it. The Yeah, bruising is gnarly. So didn't ski yesterday. The snow was super fun on Saturday in resort. Uh, but yesterday uh, I did see people still managed to find some pockets and what beautiful 
visibility above that cloud bank yesterday. Mm. Uh, however, and uh, I, I don't know where to start here, to be honest. I was on Mount FM yesterday morning in light of the day after the tragic uh, avalanches of... Saturday and struggling to find find words. In fact, um, a patroller actually called in after one of my talk breaks, my snow report, and, and said, you know, he's, that despite, you know, a lot of marketing, a lot of social media really pushing to, to go out and, and backcountry travel, at the time, after, especially after Tuesday's avalanche on Rainbow, uh, you know, really don't get but fooled by the term considerable in our avalanche bulletins for for instance, it's still considered considerable, a level three in alpine and treeline, but moderate below treeline. And that means dangerous avalanche conditions. And we can see that from multiple slides, two large slides on Cassiope Mountain, as well as one on Mount Cayley. And tragically taking the life of someone. I'm so sorry for everybody involved. Uh, it, it's the, the worst case scenario for, the, for all of us that like to recreate in the backcountry. And after mentioning last week on Friday, seeing you know multiple reports through the week of near misses or hearing a lot of instability in the snowpack, like lots of one thing, or one report saying, oh, we had a cornice actually give out, but luckily it didn't step down to a slab or trigger anything uh, You know, more. So many near misses and always have a plan B and a plan to not go, especially in conditions like this on the weekend when things are so busy as well. And Avalanche Canada really impressing to avoid avalanche terrain at treeline where triggering a persistent slab is most likely and that layer can be remotely triggered. So think about overhead hazards as well with problematic slopes being for persistent slabs on all aspects, but wind slabs in particular on north-northeasterly north, aspects at this point. But oh, I, I, it was such a sad day in the valley yesterday uh, in the wake of, well, multiple critical injuries, but somebody not making it. And it's so delicate to talk about. I'm so sorry. And Whistler Search and Rescue, Pemberton Search and Rescue, working flat out on a Saturday to help everybody involved, including helping people evacuate certain areas as well. Brad Sills, of course, commenting, uh, you know, the manager of Search and Rescue, head of Whistler Search and Rescue, on Tuesday on Rainbow's Avalanche. But there's a... Well, I know the community, we're still reeling from it, but a post that I saw that was really helpful online from somebody in the South Coast touring community said that, of course, it's, it goes without saying that, that our deepest thoughts and love to everybody involved or affected by the accidents over the past week, but they thought that they could, we could maybe share some resources that may be available to help those dealing with trauma and grief. And there's some really good resources here, uh, thinking of those being impacted Mike Giotta shared that uh, promentality.ca offers counselling supports for trauma and grief and has what you can pay options, pay what you can options. Another buddy said, um, of recommending Mountain Muskox, uh, which was recommended actually in Backcountry Magazine earlier this year. They're uh, mostly based out of Canmore, but uh, looking to expand. And also uh, a lot of uh, somebody uh, messaging online that the individuals involved in these events are 
are often actually connected with RCMP victim services when they're debriefing and giving statements to those officers. And within the Sea to Sky Corridor, Vancouver Coast Health operates the Community Mental Health Program. And you've got phone numbers in Pemberton, Squamish and Whistler. And for mental health emergencies as well, you can call a 911 at any time of day or night. And you get more information at the vch.ca and accessing mental health substance abuse, like, uh, yeah, that uh, substance use services. Uh, yeah, so a really good uh, sharing of... Oh, of resources there, but again, uh, my heart absolutely goes out to everybody involved. Airwolf MD on Instagram actually shared, uh, she's a first responder uh, and was out up at um, uh, with Search and Rescue. She's a member of Search and Rescue, all of whom, by the way, are volunteers, work so hard. Same with our patrollers, mitigating as much risk as they can uh, on, our on our mountains and out of bounds where they can, but we have to do the rest too, don't we? and mitigate risk and when things are so touchy like they are right now in the backcountry you know being called dynamic and highly spatially variable by avalanche canada we have to we have to make you know the call to pick smaller terrain and that kind of thing but i like like i said uh i'm not i'm not here to preach or have i said that i said that yesterday on the radio i'm not here to preach I really don't know uh, where to find the line with it, but AirwolfMD on Instagram said that they also responded to the Spectrum Peak Zone yesterday behind Rainbow Mountain after another uh, touchy uh, slide there. But luckily everybody was okay in that um, slide down to the creek, the creek bed. So stay safe out there. Yeah, it, it really is um, uh, is crucial to do so. Don't let that word, like I said, considerable, make you, uh, yeah, lull you, lull you into a false sense of security. The transit strike is still underway. We can see that what with yesterday's amount of traffic outflowing. It was so backed up heading into Squamish yesterday. Uh, but uh, luckily, somebody asking online, like, oh, what were those sirens happening uh, about last night? Well, somebody, uh, here's something to lift the mood. Somebody saying, Mark McMorris was robbed. Someone called the cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, great news from the Olympics in the men's slopestyle finals yesterday. Mark McMorris taking bronze and Canadian Max Perrault taking gold, his first gold medal. Uh, yeah, really uh, awesome to see from the Olympics yesterday. I hope you're getting after it. We'll touch more about that shortly. But yeah, a lot of problem uh, pr problematic uh, issues with the transit strike right now for locals trying to get about. I picked up some hitchhikers yesterday to take them home. Good girlfriend of mine picked up some hitchhikers last week and took them into the village where her car was reversed into and and then ridden off. Oh, just trying to do good, weren't you, Chantel? Um, kudos to you. So if you are picking up hitchhikers, be, of course, super spatially aware of where you're picking them up too, be it at the bus stops. That's the best place to, to stop and start, of course, right now to utilize those whilst we can. Um, yeah, hitchhiking, oh God, it was, has such a prolific history here in Whistler. But on the roads, yeah, a real struggle to find parking, what with so an increased amount of volume. But yesterday, a huge mass exodus uh, out, out on the highway and really causing a lot of traffic delays for a couple hours there. But if you know, you know, and you plan accordingly. But... Uh 
Let's uh, talk about something other than the roads are very clear this morning, uh, very clear indeed. No reports of ice or but expect the unexpected, <laughs> but with a temperature of three degrees in the valley. No, pretty safe to say it's okay. But good news here from someone yesterday who witnessed a proposal at the peak and took some photos and video for the happy couple. Uh, that would have been beautiful to witness and what a day yesterday. Uh, yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Bummed to miss it, but here we are, talking about the Olympics. A friend of mine, Linz Debu, who herself competed in the Paralympics of 2010 here in Whistler, her hometown, and uh, got gold. Right, Lindsay? So she said, you know what? It's time to focus on the goodness of sport and watch the Olympics. And some wonderful memories and nostalgia, I'm sure, coming back for her. But she said, you know what? All the It's such a great time to celebrate the happy stories and the stories behind the athletes. We've been seeing so many locals uh, compete, read at the Luge just yesterday, and of course, Mark McMorris and Max Perot yesterday in the slope style. But I really hope you're getting uh, behind the spirit of the Olympics. You're enjoying seeing some sport there, despite, of course, the controversy about its location, uh, which is and should be addressed as well, but not on this podcast. Um, so, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up next week. <laughs> I'm sure you do. There's been so many Valentine's Day, uh, you know, quirky events over the years. There was a speed dating one on Magic Chair once. Do you remember when that went down? People would get onto Magic Chair and do a, uh, a lap up and it's a slow ride magic chair. You've got enough time to really get to know each other and then you can decide at the top if you want to carry on skiing, go somewhere else or just come back around for another try with someone else. But yeah, magic chair speed dating, that was a hoot. Well, there's a Valentine's Day roller disco happening <laughs> at the Whistler Racket Club with uh, cupcakes apparently. Oh yeah, $20 uh, is the ticket but t- uh, cupcakes as well. So there's a roller disco option for you, 6 to 10 p.m. on Valentine's Valentine's Day. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be hearing about a few more events during the week as well. Let me know if you see any. News from Walker that they released a couple of days ago, their uh, for, Back 40 race has changed the date, just so you know. It will be on June 11th. I know it's a bit early to talk about biking, but wanted to give you the heads up. Uh, there were some wonderful birthdays over the weekend. Well, birthdays for wonderful people. Rory Hackett, Tieran Leesk, uh, Warren Williams, Mark Keenan, David Mitchell. Very happy birthday to you all. And a very happy birthday to Todd Easterbrook. Phenomenal, very talented photographer and a uh, hell of a sense of humor, Todd. <laughs> happy, happy birthday to you. I hope you have a wonderful day today and that I can convince you to come cross-country skiing on Wednesday. Hmm. But today, let's give you some throwback facts. Today and every day from Stinkies on the Stroll. And here's a couple for you. Well, uh, how about the fact that New York, New York became the official anthem of New York City on this day in 1985? Mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles, the movie, opened in movie theaters. Yeah, on this day in 1974. Gene Wilder. So, must be, he's in his 90s now. Yeah, was in that movie. Uh, I know. Uh, Britain's Ellen MacArthur became the fastest person to sail solo around the world on this day in 2005, taking 71 days, 14 hours, 18 minutes, and 33 seconds. Mm, pretty cool. Um, apparently, uh, all citrus fruits, uh, this was figured out on this day in 2018, can be traced to the southeast foothills of the Himalayas. And that was according to uh, a DNA study published in Nature. Huh. 
Very cool. Now, if you want to know where citrus fruits are from, but I've got some music trivia for you too, of course. Uh, how about the fact it's Garth Brooks's birthday? Uh, Jim Morrison from The Doors was arrested for drink driving and no license on this day in 1969, the same day the Pinball Wizard was recorded by The Who in London, one of their most famous live songs, which I think has played at almost every Who concert since its debut, uh, when well, its live debut on 2nd of May of that year. Led Zeppelin scored their first number one album with Led Zeppelin 2, which was released in uh, November 1969, but finally hit number one on this day in 1970. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool and the Gang were at number one with their track Celebration, yeah, 1981 on this day. And a little Queen fact for you here. So here's, here's something to gesticulate on. On this day in 2004, a poll of just 1,000 people uh, to find, find the greatest rock anthem of all time picked Queen's We Will Rock You. What do you think? Yeah? Would that be your choice? Uh, I wonder. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, shall we? I'll give you a joke. I was in a job interview, actually, the other day, and they asked if I could perform under pressure. I said no, but I could perform Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, imagine if I could. That'd be sick. But today's track of the day is um, it's an electronic number from duo Bob Moses, who I saw, well, one member of their, uh, of the duo live. It was back at Tommy Africa's. Anybody else at that party? It was pretty wild. Uh, it was a winter, must have been five years ago. Four? Five maybe four. Uh, so they've got a new track from their upcoming album, Love, uh, sorry, from their upcoming album, which is called The Silence In Between, but the track is called Love Brand New, about new love. Ah, yeah, could be fitting for a Valentine's Day coming up. But yeah, that's the track of the day. Uh, some kind of deep house vibes for you. And I'm going to leave it there. Uh, it's a Monday. I hope you're doing okay. And uh, uh, like I said, lots of resources available there if you or were involved, or you're not just there, for mental health as well. We have so many resources in our community. In fact, uh, the House Sound Women's Centre are still offering free counselling right now to um, to any, any gender. So lots of options for you if you want to talk to somebody or if you're feeling the weight of the world right now. Hey, hey, reach out. Get some extra tools for the toolkit. But 7.14 is the time. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'll chat to you tomorrow. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15-ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting, and apres needs.